welcome to the She Pod episode four, where you will be having brunch with Sarah and Rachel today. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I am wonderful. It's beautiful here, so it's another happy Sunday recording with you. It's lovely in LA, although I do have to tell you, this past week, yeah. I had my second uh, interaction with a possum, which <gasps> by the way, there are two types of things that end w- with the letters possum. There is an opossum and there's a possum. I did not know those were different. So Google taught me everything I know. So basically, I live in the San Fernando Valley of Los Angeles, which means that I basically live in the country as far as I'm concerned. Sure. And so every so often I'll see like a raccoon or a possum or something like that in my yard. And normally I don't really give a crap except I have dogs and I have an eight pound dog with the personality of an 80 pound dog. Mm-hmm. And all he wants to do whenever he sees anything furry, whether it's a squirrel, a cat, another dog, he wants to chase it. He does not know his own size. And so Steve one night came back in the house and he was like, you're never going to believe this. There was a baby possum in the yard and Mitch ran after it. Mm. And I don't know if the like little thing has rabies. I have no idea. You know, yeah. and so it's one of those things where and like, also, you don't really want your dog to eat a possum gross and i'm an animal lover and possums are disgusting they are but i don't want to see a mall no 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 you know well like circle of life i understand that like a stray cat's (laughs) probably gonna get to it but at the same time i don't want the remnants of any such battle in my yard yeah so steve said that it basically froze it was terrified and just like frozen place and i was reading about it and apparently possums that's what they do they are not a violent creature and this is their defense mechanism. their defense mechanism is actually to just freeze and it's almost like they're dead and sometimes they like emit a foul odor so <laughs> scare off other animals i know i had an but- ex who did that as a defense <laughs> <laughs> i think we all have an ex that did that uh i feel like though that this me- like the possum didn't think this through because it's kind of like yeah. when you put your hands over your own eyes and then you're like, well, no one can see me because yeah. I can't see. Well, you. I just assumed and I've seen them in my last apartment in L.A. We had one in the yard, too. Yeah. And I, you know, read about them. And apparently they're nomadic. And it's one of those things where, like, they eat bugs, they eat rodents. It's Maybe one of those this things. this one is following you. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> then it's changed size dramatically since the last time I saw Regress. it. It has a Benjamin Button yeah. <laughs> thing awesome. going on. I know. Ah, next movie, Benjamin Button <laughs> 2, a possum story. Everything works better with animals. Oh, of course. Of course. As long as they talk and have feelings and wear human Obviously. clothes. Obviously. So anyway, I thought we were done with it. And then the next day I see this little rat thing like scurry across the yard during the day and possums are actually nocturnal and so I was like okay then this guy is probably super hungry and so I went outside and I oh well I did my research before I went outside and found out that actual baby possums are like only a few inches long Mm -hmm. this guy was like seven or eight so this was a juvenile possum which (laughs) I didn't know was a thing he's a teenager it's a teenager and like most teenagers he was like mom I don't need you I'm going out by myself and clearly He's having some problems. (laughs) So I need to get him out of my yard. But the problem is I don't even know how he got in my yard. There's crazy tall fencing everywhere. And he's too small to be able to climb it. Most, like, you know, possums are kind of raccoons. They're kind of able to, like, you know, climb scales certain things. But your fence is really tall. It's super tall. It's like eight feet. Um, So I decided I had to get this possum out of my yard. Mm -hmm. And so I went out in the yard. I put on a pair of gardening gloves. Steve said, I'm sorry, I have to go to work. And I'm like, aren't these the things that like... This is why I married you. Well, there's... 
the the feminist part of me gets really upset when I, I take a traditionally female role, but I'm just like, why can't you yeah. take care of the possum? Anyway, I put on a pair of gardening gloves. I found like a small twig. I'm like, okay, if it's going to bite me, I want to know first. And so I temperament tested it <laughs> and I touched it lightly with the stick. And as I read, it just froze with its mouth open. It was like the ugliest thing I'd ever seen. So I found, I went back inside, I found a shoebox. And I kind of like nudged the pot. I went back out. I kind of like nudged the possum into the shoebox yeah. because, you know, he needs to be on his own, not in my yard, not to like fight or you get eaten by my dog. gave a roof over his head. I did everything that I was supposed to do. <laughs> I did my best. Now it's up to him. So, and I read online that they like fruit. So I found an orange from my neighbor's tree which was legally mine because it was on my side of the property is that line. how that works yeah it's legally you're allowed to eat it if Good it's on your know. yeah i mean i would probably like ask them first but their oranges every year just like die yeah so i figured whatever might as well so i went and because they're nocturnal i went and i found like a very shaded area um where he could hide easily from the neighborhood cats i put him there and i gave him an orange and i left and then and then when i went back there the next day he was gone the orange was not not even one bite. No. That's rude. He just doesn't want help from anybody. The poor thing was like terrified. And the whole time afterwards, I felt awful that I probably just sentenced him to death. Now, granted, he probably was going to die anyway in my yeah, yard. It's not. It's potato, potato. Yeah. So that was my week. How was yours? Uh, mine was <laughs> fine. I did not have anything quite so eventful happen as that. Um, Catch any good TV lately? I did. In fact, well, good is not the correct word. Okay. Great or terrible? Terrible. <laughs> Awesomely bad. Um, so the creator of Sex and the City has... Darren Star? I don't know. Okay. One of the people who was involved with the creation of Sex and the City. Okay. Who may or may not be Darren Star because I don't remember their name, um, has a new show called Younger. Okay. In which a woman who looks to be 34 to 38... And is 36 or 37 in the show. Okay. Pretends to be 26. And goes back to high school? And goes back to work. 26. Oh, as 26. As like a PR girl in, you know, one of the big agencies, some magazine in New York City. Uh Uh-huh. Like in one of the Is this like when Drew Barrymore goes back to high school? It is that. Are you sure that's not what you saw? But it's like (laughs) if you mix that with Devil Wears Prada, because she's got like this awful boss who's actually her age, like 43, okay. but all the other 26-year-olds. Because she initially she tried, she interviewed for jobs as her own age, but because she's been out of work for, you know, 15 years raising her daughter, right. no one would have her. Yeah. So she well, you know got what? extensions. <laughs> I was going to say. And now she's 26. Good for her for looking 26 after raising children. She doesn't, <laughs> She looks, she's absolutely stunning. Right. But she's not passing for 26, which makes the entire premise a little... Unbelievable. So it's Hilary Duff is the co-star. Okay. Who's like the 26-year-old or 28-year-old who takes her under her wing. Is Hilary Duff actually 26 or... I actually I have no idea how old she is. I believe she's closer to 30, okay. but she's not well, she's outside young of the realm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she actually looks 26, and then she's next to this, like beautiful but 38 year old woman pretending to be 26 and like no one is buying this and it's all very stereotypical like every cliche about older women versus younger women and it's just I thought we were 
in a better place than that as a society to be beating something so old school, you know, into the ground. Yeah. Well, but having, I'm watching it. Well, of course so. you are. <laughs> What's what network is this on? I don't know. It's a channel I've never heard of before. <laughs> I can't. Let me. I'll Google because it actually was kind of funny that I'm like they couldn't even get this on like the CW. <laughs> you think the CW? Yeah. No, it's. Um, why don't you tell us what you're watching? All right. Well, I, I, I have it. to say, spoiler alert for Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I don't care. Okay. I gave up well, on no, no, it no. So this is ago. for anyone who's listening who watches Grey's Anatomy. Turn this off. It's on TV land. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. That's the actual network, which I thought was. That's where Hot in Cleveland was. I didn't know it was even a real channel. I think I think TV Land is an offshoot of Nickelodeon, isn't it? They took all the Nick at Night stuff that people were watching all the time, and they turned it it into into a whole channel. So that's what it's on. Yeah, well, you never know. Mad Men made AMC. Maybe this, this is show true. is going to make TV But land. AMC was in that ballpark. Like, it, it yeah. was more classics as well, opposed well, to... Well, you know that, like, HBO and Showtime, all of them, they all passed on Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah, which... You idiots. I know. Well, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, it's good for us, because I don't know that it could have been much better, even yeah. if it had been on... Well, I think the only difference would have been cursing and boobs. Right. Pretty much. Yeah, a um, lot more boobs. Yeah. But anyway, Grey's Anatomy. So I just watched. Um, I am one of the few people who still watch Grey's Anatomy religiously. You're not, I I wish that you were, but you're not. I can't. My entire Twitter feed blew up when <clears throat> what happened happened. Yeah. Well, we're gonna say what okay, happened. Go ahead. Because I was so interested in the potential gossip behind it. I would love to hear this. Okay. I'm down. So as everyone knows, uh, Patrick Dempsey, aka Can't Buy Me Love from the 1980s, which was one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. He was the total dork, and that is now McDreamy. Or which was the one where he was the pizza delivery guy? I don't know. Doing giving sex to older milfs. Oh. Yeah, you should see it. I have, to, I have some research to yeah, do. Yeah, it was actually, I think it probably holds up, which we'll circle back to well, well, movies yeah. from the 80s that we'll do, hold up. We'll do a callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he kind of suddenly, spoiler, turn this off if you have not seen it, and also don't read the internet. Right. He was killed off a couple of episodes before the season finale, and this was something that was not expected at all because he had signed a two-year contract. He was only yeah. less than a year into it. He was kind of not in it for a while. I'm so surprised that... He is on it at all anymore. So interestingly, well, you know, I feel like if I were Meredith Grey or McDreamy or any of those people, yeah, like you're on a hit show. Look what happened They're to Catherine. They're paying you pretty well. They're paying you Catherine pretty well. Catherine Heigl is a whole different thing. She did that to herself. She crossed the writers. <laughs> you do not cross the writers. <laughs> if only I had better material. Oh God! <laughs> didn't didn't she learn anything from Friends when Joey did that and he I was in a coma? <laughs> a while I know but anyway so he was killed off which was you know it was sad and everything and and Shonda Rhimes man she can make make great television I am a huge fan of hers I love that she puts women you know in center stage I love that she puts people of color I think it's fantastic yes so I heard actually I read it's not like I know people who are in the know I read that um it's interesting that Patrick Dempsey got written off the show about the same time as his marriage imploded and so mm. Shonda apparently was none too happy that Patrick Dempsey was boning like a 21-year-old intern. I didn't realize this happened. I thought, oh, 
I actually so, don't know who his wife is. I know that she's Nick like a makeup Steamy artist. Is married to that awesome Rebecca woman, Gerhardt, Rebecca. Yeah, okay. who is from Nine Hundred Two and I was about yeah. to be brokenhearted that that had no, ended, no, 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 no. So he was married, the, okay. but he was married for a long time, and like they had kids together and all that stuff. And so Shonda was like twenty something. And so Shonda was like not on my watch, and she just wrote him out of the show. You know what? And she has no problem she doing that. She lives life the way she writes. T- yeah, like she's just her. She was like, if you're whole, bad, I don't. I'm not going to give you work anymore. Well, and like the um the other doctor from years before who had all the Isaiah Washington yeah. who used a you know homophobic slur on set. She's like, yep, not going to pay you anymore Bye. either. <laughs> Good for her. So yeah. yeah, I can't actually get into her. I watched a couple seasons of Grey's and had to quit and Scandal. Two, we've talked about this, but I know two I, seasons in, I had to quit, and I, I can't tried quit one scandal. episode of How to Get Away with Murder and could not. I have it. to say, with each new show that Shonda comes out with, they get easier to quit. Well, it's just there's such soap operas, but I love that. I don't know. I feel like I get my soap opera fix from, from Beverly Housewives. Hills and House, yeah, yeah, Housewives in general, and I just that I met my quota for I Housewife got or uh, uh. Like soap opera show for like drama. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with like a Nashville drama. <laughs> I mean, you think that's not soap opera? I don't. I guess I feel like it's different because it's Connie Britton. Like she alone elevates it in my so mind. So you're saying that pretty much no matter what Connie Tammy Britton, Taylor is Tammy, on, Tammy Taylor. Let's be real. <laughs> is, then I'm in. I'm you're invested, totally fine. I'm on board. Yeah. I don't care. It can she get can, as soapy as possible. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, there's a few people like that. You know. That yeah. You're just like whatever I'll you're just selling watch you. I'm in it yeah I'm buying oh I love Tammy Taylor I know. but anyway so uh, I wanted to talk about also a little bit about in terms of what I'm eating mm-hmm. because so as I mentioned previously I'm going to the Tony's which means in a month yes I need to I'm in between two sizes of dress and I kind of feel like you know I can like not eat cheese for a month that's fine right mm-hmm. my heart broke a little when you <laughs> said it but yes yeah for a month because for a month, and then once it's done, I'll have, like, a big fat slice of All pizza. Of, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking for, you know, kind of a cheese substitute that wasn't gross mm-hmm. and wasn't full of, like, processed crap. And yeah. I found this stuff. Have you had Kite Hill? Uh-uh. So Kite Hill is a company. They do not know I exist. I am not, you know, pushing their product. This is just something where I was... As a dairy eater, completely amazed at how this stuff tasted. Okay. But basically, they do the exact same cheese-making process as they do with dairy milk. So, like, the same cultures, the same aging process, except they start with, like, artisanal almond milk. You told me about this. I did. Okay. And so, they have a chive cream cheese that yeah. is to die for. I can't handle it. I went to Whole Foods this morning. I mean, I, by the way, I cringed a little when I'm like, I went to Whole Foods to look for my dairy substitute and I couldn't find it. Oh, my God. My life is oh, so terrible. There? Well, they ran out of it because it's so good. It's so good. All right. I'm so Kite board. Hill I would, I would give this chive a try. cream cheese is so completely you, delicious. What do you use it like besides the obvious bagel? What are you putting it in? So and does it taste the same or does it taste different but just as good? So most of the Kite Hill products, and I've tried like a bunch of them, taste different but good mm-hmm. this i can barely tell a difference that it's not that it's not cream dairy cheese. based cream cheese yeah which is kind mm-hmm. of amazing so no i'll put it in like an omelet it's really yeah. good i'll put it in like a little bit of pasta sauce anything that calls for cream yeah. it's really good um so anything like that but I'll, i'm obsessed all right utterly obsessed and i'll probably go back to whole foods tomorrow yeah to see if it's there well or a different whole foods would probably i'm not sure i would go that far <laughs> this is the line that's good to know 
Like, it's um, bad enough going to the Whole Foods in the Valley. I can't even imagine what it's like not in the Valley. Yeah. I am always super skeptical of substitutes of any kind. Yeah. I have always been a fan of the idea. Like, I just want, I don't I don't want fake food. I want real food yeah. that tastes good and tastes like itself. So if I, like, fake meat and what I'm like, no, I'd rather yeah, just I'm- have vegetables that taste amazing than, like, fake meat but then there are some exceptions like we were talking about that mayo that we both found just mayo creek just mayo which is not egg based and it's delicious it tastes exactly like mayo i would say it tastes better it does it's like got the tangy yeah that i used to like when i miracle whip as a kid i grew out of that but yeah. I, I do miss that that like tank it's that, got a little of a that. kick at the end yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um and it's so much better for you oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then you, you know there's like you know the animal like you know you don't have chickens being cooped up in right. like a you know the for stuff that's like un- dying for my mayonnaise yeah unpleasant to think yeah. about when you can have something that tastes just as good yeah. yeah um but and i'm totally in your camp i don't do fake cheese at all and this is the first one you know once in a while i'll do like you know, if there's a, a fake like cashew cheese at a vegan restaurant in yeah. like small bites is totally fine. But in terms of like a cheese plate, I want a cheese plate. Right. I want like the French stinky gooey cheeses. Yeah. I don't mind a little cashew cream on like, like I'll get burrito bowls, you know, yeah. from somewhere, and like it's on top and that's fine. That's but it fine. doesn't taste like sour cream. No, it tastes good, but it's, it's not good. sour cream. Right. It does totally give me that agree. creamy texture, but it's not a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm going to the Tony's. I'm going to be thin. And I'm actually renting my dress from Rent the Runway. Have you done that before? I haven't, but I've always thought about it. And then I just, I don't know. I don't go to the Tony's. <laughs> I need an excuse. No, no, no. But like they have dresses. So like I, weddings. I, and Yeah. So whatever. like weddings, office parties, anything like that. I actually, so after my surgery, for those of uh, people who don't know, I had a double mastectomy and I have implants when I had reconstruction. Mm-hmm. And implant boobs do not smush like real boobs do. Oh. And so I had to get rid of basically all of my dresses yeah, because nothing needs to fit. Be a little, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, I used to wear strapless and I think a combination of me not being able to anymore and me being older, I just got rid of all of that. Yeah. I don't know. The tube top window has totally closed with me. I don't oh know God. about you. That died around 23 or 24. <laughs> I think I packed it in. At some point, yeah. right? Um, with the belly button ring. Yeah. Those just threw it all away. Yeah. So I discovered Rent the Runway and what it's done actually. So it basically the whole premise is that you can rent a designer dress for a fraction of the cost. So you can yeah. rent like a $500 dress for 30 bucks, and they send it to you. You keep it for four days and you have a prepaid return envelope and then you send oh, it so back in the mail. free shipping both ways. Uh, it depends. So okay. I am Rent the Runway Pro, which means I pay 30 bucks a year and I get free shipping all year. Oh, that's not bad. And if then you, you get use a, it and like then, two times. It's and then you get a free rental on your birthday. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically it, it's a like a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a new thing they just launched, which was um, basically it's like a hundred bucks a month and it's like Netflix. You just have a queue as of stuff and it keeps coming. Yeah. Well, three so at a time. Can, so you can have any three dresses at a time at a time as many as you want for a hundred bucks a year a month. Oh, but okay. that's like when you that think about. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you think about like your clothing budget. Yeah. You know. And you know how many you things you don't have to buy anything. It's ca- actually you don't have to buy dresses. Like, yeah, right, right. It's kind of like class pass. Like now I don't have to think about 
doing you know this class and that class and how and they this add cost up, money yeah i just i know it's a flat yeah. 99 and i'm getting all my workouts yeah which is great yeah um so i'll you know run through it they could have like a 30 dollar dress which is like a cute little you know maybe sundress, sundress. and then they'll have like something that you can rent for 300 dollars, which is like a five thousand dollar dress yeah so i am renting a dress from them for for the tonys and it's one of those things where now that i've uh, worn dresses that are better quality than like you know the forever 21s that yeah. it's hard to go back yeah because they're all lined they're beautiful and like I'm getting to know designers that so I like the dress so it is fluorescent orange it's a BCBG I didn't go it's like I think it was like 90 bucks to rent yeah um but you know it's like a five six hundred dollar dress yeah and it's got like cutouts that are okay for a 30 year old to mm-hmm. have you mm-hmm. know because I'm not a fan of cutouts in general but it, they're kind of it's no, cutouts in the back definitely, yeah mm-hmm. in the back I feel like is one thing yeah and so I rented that I'm gonna wear uh my hair up in a formal Tony uh, Tony tail haha <laughs> ponytail for the toadies is totally a tony tail uh formal <laughs> ponytail and uh with a gold clutch that so that's sounds my plan. beautiful that's the plan um so i don't i'm not like huge into fashion i'm not either yeah yeah but and we've I, talked about this how we don't have like a lot of clothes I yeah um i prefer to have as few things as possible there's in fact i read there's an article about like the 37 piece closet mm-hmm. for any woman. i think we talked about that before yeah, yeah. it's great so, yeah but it fascinates me and i really want to like save up you know a little chunk of change get rid of most of my closet and yeah. repa- replace it with like 37 perfect pieces that mix and match and whatever yeah and they're good quality yeah and, yeah however none of them will be culottes <laughs> and I say this because apparently it needs to be said I was at the doctor with my girlfriend the other day and there's a lucky mag or whatever one of the fashion ones yeah. and so it's all You're like a good friend or she's a good friend going to the doctor together. well we were on our way to Ohio, and then she realized that her eye like she couldn't see out of her. oh okay so it was so more it was like, like an <laughs> emergency optometrist so you just trip. happened to be there happened okay to be along for the ride got it um while we got her eye yeah. unbroken uh, and so I was there sitting there reading the magazine and this is the only time that I ever see really what the world thinks the fashion is yeah. coming up. And it was everywhere. Culottes everywhere. Those giant like like gaucho pants. You know what, though? I feel like now that you and I are in our 30s, we've been around long enough to say I'm that is I remember in when it fashion. happened the first time. One, I remember it the first time. I didn't like it the first no. time. I'm not going to participate the second time. No. I didn't the first. I remember when I was in college. I had a skort. <laughs> well, listen. We were I'm kids. Not mad about skorts. <laughs> yeah, I had tons when I was a kid. They seem like p- the pajama practical. jeans of their day. <laughs> Maybe. But when you're 10, it's all right. Yeah, fine. Because then you can run with the boys and yeah. play, do recess, but you still have a little, you look a little flounce, a little in, little your, flounce yeah. in your step. Yeah. Um, however, as long as we're talking about awful trends coming back, I'm actually excited about one of them. Tell me. Overalls. (laughs) (laughs) I will totally rock some overalls. Did you have, um, I, you know, I would do short alls. I would like to see that on you before I give my blessing. Okay. That's fine. Cause I, I was thinking for like, so I wouldn't do it as like a leave the house and like go to like a party. Sure. But I would do it like, like to walk the dogs or in the neighborhood. The yeah. To yeah, do a little how brunch. That's how I feel about my And I'm not talking overalls. about like when I think of short alls, I'm thinking of like denim. Yeah. <laughs> like from the nineties yeah. where they were terrible. Yeah. I was and, thinking like, more like shorts. a romper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a t shirt underneath it or like yeah. a cute tank underneath no, that could it. Be super I feel like cute. that could be cute. That yeah. could be super cute. Um 
Did you, when you were in middle school, when overalls were last in fashion, <laughs> for me, it was like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Did you guys do the thing where you only buckled one side? I sure did. Because that was huge. And I also, sure did. backpacks, you could only wear on one shoulder. Like Is that I, right? At least in my school, if anyone ever had both backpacks on, you looked like the biggest Can I dork. tell you the backpack that I had? Um, do you remember the L.L. Bean backpacks? Of course I do. Uh, with the name the like letters yeah on they them. got you got you got your initials so I didn't have my initials on it but it was bright purple and I remember thinking in seventh grade and mind you you have to maybe we'll post on the site pictures of us from seventh grade I'm sure I could find some yeah I have my sixth grade class picture is in the vest that I n- made for myself which is <laughs> I am I'm just joyful like listening to that I'm just glad that there's evidence there's, of it there's out a there. record yeah, yeah. So I had, and I remember thinking to myself in seventh grade, I was, you know, I was very studious. I, I got straight A's and all of that. And I was thinking, how great would it be if I just carried all my books around at the same time? And that way I wouldn't have to go back to my locker all right, the time. Instead of, cause you have a he- so, massive textbook for every class. Yeah. And I was thinking about actually going to school today. Can you imagine having e-textbooks Did for everything? Did you do the suitcase? So I didn't do the suitcase. Thank God. However, I, I do remember people from my like junior high, yeah, high we school having the suitcase. Yeah, we always had the three kids with the suitcase. But I have to, like, you just have to imagine, I'm like four foot 11. Yes. Super duper skinny. Like, I was always, I looked like a bean pole. <laughs> like, I, I looked like I had an eating disorder. I was always just, like, gaunt. And then my backpack was as long as I was tall. Yeah, I don't and understand I how around. this physically was possible. I was a gymnast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> It just quit. <laughs> a workout. Yeah. But um, amazing. Yeah. It, All right. I, I just, yeah. I would like to see you in the uh, overall romper. Okay. And I'm on the hunt for a pair. Because like you said, it's I don't want the overalls from like seventh grade. No, you want I, they the- need to be like updated and cute. And, yeah. You know, maybe like linen or like linen's not the right word, but yeah. a lighter fabric. I tend not to go for linen because it wrinkles so yeah. easily and yeah. I always regret buying it. Yeah. Always. I don't know what the fabric is that I'm thinking of, but you know, not, d- not, not heavy, denim like or super thin denim. Like or a something. cotton or yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. A silk jersey. I don't even know what that is. That's it. We'll explore. We'll explore overalls <laughs> for you guys and report back. Maybe with photos. Sounds good. Um, so you and I actually watched a movie last night. We did. So we went to, uh, something in LA called Eat, See, Here. I and it's, didn't you say it's, they spread around the country? It spread around everywhere yeah. to the point that the onion had a headline about outdoor movie watching in the summertime about how someone was watching a barely audible version of Back to the Future 3 while sitting on a tree root, despite having seen it 10 times before in the comfort of their own home. Well... Okay, well, this stadium that we went to yeah. was gorgeous. It was great. I've it, definitely been to outside movie viewings that were less yeah. than, but so we got a good spot. And this was at Santa Monica High School in yeah, Los Angeles. Well, actually, it's in Santa Monica, and it basically had, like, concrete steps seating, right. and you can bring your own, like, you know, blankets and pillows and yeah. stuff like that, and we watched Beverly Hills Cop, which, by the way... I had never seen before. Me neither. So pleasantly surprised. Amazing. Did you watch the rest of it? No, not yet. It's on Netflix, though. I already found it. I, I tried watched last it, night, but I fell asleep. I so. watched it on the way home. So we ended up, they started the movie like 40 minutes late. So we yeah. ended up leaving because I had to go home and let my dogs out. But And, and we were freezing cold because we're yeah. little old ladies and but didn't bring enough cardigans. There you go. <laughs> but Steve, my husband, was in the car and I put, I've unloaded data on my phone. So I just played it oh and God. he listened to the rest of it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. 
it all works out. Okay. Well, yeah. I wasn't too worried about that. Yeah. Um, but I miss 80s Eddie Murphy. He was a, an 80s treasure. He was so charming with the teeth. I miss His the terrible teeth. teeth His were terrible amazing. teeth were amazing. were so charming. Everything about him and like the, you know, accent and the, I just, you know, that was better times. It's after a, seeing the, him on SNL. Oh, man. At the 40th I know. anniversary. I just know. droning on and on for five minutes i think he's just been beaten up by the hollywood machine and he's also like he's so rich yeah here we think i'm sure (laughs) one would hope yeah i i guess you see like little bits of that in shrek when he was the donkey yeah but actually when he laughed whenever he laughed in the movie it was (laughs) (laughs) and it made me think of the donkey every time it was so good it was really cute i yeah and the Jokes were a hundred percent relevant. Yeah, like nothing seemed dated at all. No, uh, totally. It was really good. And also, I think living out here, a lot of the streets yeah. they look exactly the same. I mean, except I the cars were older. A quick quarter mile from the hotel where they were staying. Yeah, so. and it, and the architecture has pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to change it. Yeah. I don't well, think. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I mean, it was super fun, and I'm just a fan of the outdoor movie going experience in general. I feel like. But especially when it's a classic. Absolutely. And it's one of those things that I try to do like two or three times a year. That's enough. Yeah. Well, I do want to do the Hollywood Cemetery because I didn't get to go last year. So I've never been. And everyone says it's awesome because it's. Can you. Is that the one where you sit in your car? No, no, no. It's um, literally in the cemetery. And there's no food trucks there. There's no food trucks. I'm sorry, Sarah. I know that's like <laughs> your rule for going to anything is. There well, must eat, be food see trucks. here. The whole point is that so there is a movie, really good food trucks. a band, and food trucks. And no, but this is bring your own, and it's like openly okay. bring your own wine and beer. Okay, um, but we could bring a cheese plate, for example. Yeah, well, we did last night. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that you would can be bring great. Yeah. Anything okay. you want, you just have to like prepare. So I have to find a food truck somewhere else. And yeah, and bring that, okay. and then you have everything that you ever wanted. Okay, fair. Yeah. But it's all like, you know, young people and all right. And probably then too young and for us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Be annoyed. I'm like, shut up. Get your weed out of my face. What kind of cardigan is that? Is that from the Golden Girls? <laughs> Why do you have eight cardigans on? Because we're cold. We're cold. Where's my Afghan? I'm need, sorry. I'm not sorry. I need a fleece from Patagonia. Well, we should, as long as we're talking about things from the 80s. We should reminisce a little bit more to okay. our 90s nostalgia. What's I love on, it. What's on the books today? On to the remember. books is, and so this is one where I'm going to talk and you're going to listen. Done. So I'm going to talk about the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> which is like a huge problem that you have not seen this. No, I've seen. Oh, okay. You misunderstood me. I have seen the Mighty Ducks. Okay. Many times. Okay. I have not seen the article about whatever oh. you were telling me. By the way. This makes so much more sense yeah, to yeah, me yeah. now. Yeah, okay. There's no way. I, I thought because I was yeah, talking yeah. to someone around our age the other day that had not seen Coach Gordon Bombay take on the Hawks. No, that's incorrect. Okay. So let's talk about the Mighty Ducks yeah. for a second. It is when I think about classic like Disney-esque movies, and I think it probably was a Disney movie. Yeah. I don't know for sure. That had like a feel-good ending and a lack of believability. I think of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And I loved it all. And Pacey Witter was in the Mighty Ducks, a.k.a. Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek. I think it was Emilio Estevez's best performance of it's all time. It's his best work, for sure. I mean, Breakfast Club. Pff, Whatever. Pff, Mighty Ducks. 
the way. D3. D3. I would argue is Oscar worthy. They should make that in 3D. D3 3D. D3 3D. I really enjoyed what you just did. I would go see it, though. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not making a joke. I'm like, where, why hasn't this happened yet? The marketing opportunity. Movie theater execs, if you are listening, listening right now. Please. D3 and 3D. D3 3D. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's amazing. D3 and 3D. There I love. Are. It's like everything I love. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a palindrome. It's it is. <laughs> oh. It is 80s nostalgia. It's so pleasing. Or ni- No, it was 90s, right? Was it 80s or 90s? I'm, I'm going to say it was like 91. Yeah, like early 90s. Yeah. yeah. But I'm totally guessing. Yeah. But that's the, the amount of graininess that I'm remembering yeah. seems so consistent I have, with 91. I have a very strange talent where I can recognize actors across uh, various pieces of work and across like decades Mm -hmm. steve is like i don't even understand like we were watching um beverly hills cop last night i was like oh that's mike from breaking oh that's right yeah yeah yeah. so i'm amazing at it so connie from the mighty ducks was also a love interest for owen on Grey's anatomy little known fact and i recognized her not done that well not much no (laughs) but i have to say come back yeah recent uh eh, a couple years ago i don't know all the seasons it's 11 seasons they all mesh together after a while but I, the reason why I started thinking about the Mighty Ducks is, and this is the only reason why I know anything about sports, is because in uh, the NHL right now, the Ducks are actually playing the Hawks. So the Ducks are a real team. Uh, yes. From uh, Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a hockey team Ducks and a hockey team Hawks yes. in the NHL, so- and they've not played each other before uh i don't know is it like baseball where there are different leagues i have no so idea many questions Steve, <laughs> where, where are your you? husband I don't know. <laughs> but i saw that i didn't even read the article and i was like oh my god okay coach gordon bombay <laughs> so if it's in anaheim is that i think it's anaheim can we go Ducks. uh he's going steve is going i mean i would go I Hockey wouldn't. is the one sport that I actually I would can not watch. go unless it was Coach Gordon Bobby yeah. and what people were doing on we Twitter. We should start a Kickstarter to get him to go. <laughs> oh my god! And the other guy, yeah. the one that was the yeah. So have him drop the puck or whatever. Oh my god! Absolutely. But like the Twitter sphere, and when I say or the Twitter universe, the Twitterverse. I think all of those are whatever both acceptable and unacceptable at all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just neutral at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, you know, there were a fair amount of tweets, probably because I was looking for this hashtag, but there yeah. were a fair amount of tweets where people were actually superimposing uh, Gordon Bombay and the Hawks coach, the faces? Uh, their faces on the coaches of the real Hawks I and the real Ducks. That. I agree. But can we, okay. So I'm actually, I'm experiencing emotions right now as we're recording because I, I'm feeling such joy right now because I really thought you had not seen it. Oh yeah, no, that's okay. insane. There, I mean, listen, I think everybody has one or two movies that they haven't that seen. they haven't seen and that they really should have. Like and I've never seen Goonies. Have you seen Goonies? Of course, I have seen Goonies. I've not seen Goonies. Here's the problem, though. There are a few movies that I feel like. They don't stay they on were, the test of time. They don't. They were only amazing when you were little. Yeah. And now the special effects. Who? What was it? There's some horror movie. I'm using air quotes for people on the other end of the microphone. Um, What is Tremors? I don't know what that is. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a movie where these people, it was like famous actors too, but I can't remember who it was. But so they're out in like the far west. It's like desert area and it's 80s obviously 
and suddenly there are all these weird earthquakes but it turns out they're not earthquakes they're giant sand snake monsters that are ruining everything and killing eating people that sounds hilarious right so no (laughs) someone made me watch it and he's like it was so scary when I was little and now I'm watching it and it's like honey I shrunk the kids style effects where you know or like Beetlejuice where like I couldn't basically made out of clay and it's like claymation that it's like oh eating someone and he was you know I felt bad that I was laughing so hard but it's definitely done a full circle from horror film to comedy. Yeah. Well, you Not know. half circle. I, I think I think movies are like relationships. Like some of them should stay in the past and yes. some of them go with you into the future. Yeah. Yeah. I That's very true. There are some that I won't watch because I know that they're better off the in way your mind I remember them. Than yeah. what they actually would right. be. But yeah. then there's like, you know, there's the Princess Brides and and Yeah. The and apparently singer Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> it's great. Because I had never seen it before. Me and either. usually the reason you watch a movie from the eighties is for that nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch have that. I can watch Sixteen Candles again over and again. And over and Breakfast Club, which I gave a little shade earlier. N- no shade at all. No, I was it's just a saying great that movie. Emilio is, you know, yeah. really shown in Mighty Ducks is all I was saying. Um but yeah, I well, do you, you know leave in the back? And so my point was Goonies. I love it. It's such a good movie. I you wouldn't know, suggest. I don't know that it holds up. So you're saying like my window before. to love it is kind of past. I think it might. Yeah. Because people who saw it, like I can still watch it and love it because I knew it then. But if you didn't fall in love with it when you were young, I don't think you can fall in love with it as an adult. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that I was in love with as a kid. It, did you watch Gem and the Holograms as a I kid? I didn't. I saw you send me that video and you're very upset about So Gem and the Holograms, let me explain to you what it was. Okay. It was a cartoon in the 80s where Gem is this uh, is in a band called Gem and the Holograms. But Gem's real name is Jerrica. And okay. Jerrica has a computer named Synergy. So Gem and Jerrica, no one knows that they're the same thing. You so think Hannah Montana was like a real thing? <laughs> no. It was based on Gem and the Are Holograms. Are the Holograms... The holograms. holograms. So it's just her. So it's her. And then the holograms are like her sister and her friends. And they have, there's like a rival band called. But they're real people? They're real people. And then they go through the Synergy computer. Gem, uh, Jerrica can actually touch her earring and turn into Gem. So Gem has like crazy pink hair and is like a total 80s rock star. But Jerrica is like blonde and no one knows she's Gem. Okay. And they have like a rival band called the Misfits that are always trying to bring down Gem and the Holograms. And then there's something like a little, well, it's actually outrageous, which (laughs) is something that they would say at Gem and the Holograms. It's totally, totally outrageous, which is what the new movie that they're coming out with called Gem and the Holograms. I'm not excited for this. So the whole movie is not correct. Steve says he's never seen me so angry. (laughs) Basically, it's Layla from Nashville is Gem. And there's Layla Grant okay. from Nashville is Gem, but it's not the only, they're the same in name only. And it's basically Hannah Montana. That is the entire thing. It is, there's no synergy. There's no boyfriend. Oh, by the way, in the cartoon, Gem and Jerrica have the same boyfriend and like everyone's fine with this. Yeah, I was, so they it, just all assume he's cheating on both of them. And so I don't cool remember it? if he knows or not. <laughs> But anyway, I was watching this and I was waiting for Synergy to happen. Um, Jerrica's dad built Synergy. There was no mention of that. It was basically a girl that got famous on YouTube. It was Hannah Montana. And like when she's Gem, no one knows who she is really. And I was 
beyond upset about it. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm, I'm like, you can't call it that. That's well, not what it is. Stop. I think they're trying to get. Are you going to see it? Absolutely not. Okay. I think they're trying to get people my age and like the YouTube generation to go at see it. At the same it, time. And they're pissing off everyone in my generation. If you look at the comments on, which is like against my religion to look at YouTube yeah. comments. But Sometimes. I was like, but I was like, someone else must know that this is like, a, this is like. Yeah. Heresy. Oh, so I wonder child. if it was worth it because I wonder if the younger kids will even be interested or just be like, this is a Hannah Montana ripoff. I don't know. Well, do you think that the younger kids now even remember Hannah Montana? I mean, she was like, it's like a flash in the pan. It was like five or six years ago now that she went off the air. Okay. I can't keep up. Isn't it great how much I know about this <laughs> stuff? <laughs> With that note. I know. <laughs> Let's, I think it's time for us to go have an actual mimosa i you know what talking about this yeah. i need a mimosa. i think you need one so let's go get you one eight-year-old me <laughs> in like 32 year old body needs, needs a, a mimosa. mimosa right now let's get you one um where can people find you on the internet so you can find me uh blogging occasionally at frankly you can find me on my other podcast sarah and steve hate people where steve hofstetter my husband and i we talk about one category of people at a time and rip them apart it's really <laughs> a lot of fun um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Sarah Tenenbein. Where can people find you, Miss Rachel? People can find me at Rachel G. King, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-G-K-I-N-G. Um, that is true across every platform everywhere, particularly Instagram and Twitter are probably where I'm the most active. Um, my Instagram is mostly pictures of butters, my dog, though. So it, get ready. Enjoy. <laughs> and short, shortly there will be one of a Prosecco Mimosa added, so... Um, that's how you know you found us. And you can also follow the SheePod. We're at SheePod.com and then at the SheePod on Facebook and Twitter. So check us out. <laughs>